four loco, bro. Uh, yeah, these are four loco talks now. We've I, had two sips. I, I, dog, it works that way. That's how they yeah. work. Like, I'm immediately like, God damn, I'm feeling it. <laughs> it's so evil. They are evil. Why did we do this? I don't know. Like, I never feel this way with any other liquor. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's just like a good uppercut. Yeah. You know? It just gets you. You think you're, like, used to it. Yeah. And then it's like, nah. It's more to come. I don't even know. That's my last my last sip. I was just like, man, I'm 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 gonna let that sit for a minute. I don't know what the flavor. Not (laughs) where's the the, watermelon? Where's the watermelon? (laughs) It's just I just taste really shitty malt liquor. Four locos are interesting in that way. It's like here's this flavor that it is. Oh no, you know why? You know why? Here's that flavor that it is. Yeah, it's described as premium malt beverage with artificial flavor and oh, certified color. What does that what mean? What does that mean? Certified. At first, I read that as certified flavor, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's why it tasted weird. But that's certified color, kind of racist. Like, yeah, it is, especially on this watermelon. Does it say it on your fruit punch one? <laughs> uh, where did you see that? Right above alcohol facts. Yeah, I got the same thing. Certified color. Okay, that's fucking weird. Yeah, I still think it's racist. That's very racist. What is certified color? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a real thing. <laughs> it's fucking strange. It's so, Ryan, was he the one that you threw up on the couch? No, that's the Kyle. Party? That was Kyle? Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, you know whose couch you're not going to throw up on? Yours. Yeah. As we're doing what? Nicki Minaj. Not a real Minaj, but Nicki's Minaj. Yeah. Beam me up, Scotty. Beam me up, Scotty. You know what I'm really sad about with Nicki Minaj? Uh, this used to be a joke of mine. Not like a joke joke, but like a like a tweet. Yeah. I was disappointed her third album wasn't called Menage a Trois. Yeah, there was, there's a, <laughs> there's, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. Or anything with Menage, just like, this is your third album. You should uh, do something with that. I'm going to say, hello, audience. Hello, people of Earth. I am your overlord. I am the clit commander, like Jay. Um, hey, Colin. Hey. Hey, audience, this is Hey, That's the Name of the Album, Season 2, Episode 2, and we're doing Nicki Minaj's Beat Me Up Scotty, originally released in April of 2009, re-released sometime last year. I remember when this was re-released last year, and my boss was like, ah, some dumb new Nicki Minaj album comes out. I was like, correction. (laughs) No, no, no. No, no, no. It's not new. It's very old. It's a re-release of her breakthrough mixtape that she released, her third mixtape. It is uh, pretty much her, uh, I think some people will call it her magnum opus, is her best offering. There's some people that will say uh, Pink Friday, maybe, also. I don't know. I'm not a big ginormous. Which is the one that had Anaconda on it? I think that's Queen. That one's my favorite. Is it because Anaconda, the video? Anaconda, don't. Yeah, and the song just, you know, slaps. Okay. This album is, it's kind of, it's, it's not super sentimental for me, but it does bring me back to a different time. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's the first time I listened to it. I feel like this is the first time I listened to it, too, even though I heard a lot of the songs when they were first released. I remember specifically my brother 
our our room was our uh, living room was like this dresser tv couch chair chair grandma's bed that we never got rid of even after my grandma died that's weird very weird did she die in the bed no she died in a hospital bed oh that's good so i didn't feel weird sleeping in that bed when i was a kid there you go um god it felt so good to sleep there um (laughs) and then a couch there and then we had a computer on the side and i remember my brother being on that computer and he would play just songs when we were like playing video games right and he's like, oh, I'm just going to play some uh, some Drake, play some Lil Wayne. Sorry you had to deal with that. I love Drake. Fuck you. <laughs> and play some Kanye. Oh, here's some Nicki Minaj, too. And we all thought she was so hot. She had great tits, a great ass. I'm going to cut this. showed all of it. This is important. This Don't cut this. This yeah, is very important. Right. This I is important. Know. You know how I feel about us subjectifying women. But this is what, this is, this is, this, and she addresses this on the album. That's true. That's fair. This is all a part of Nikki's story. And it's still a part of Nikki's story. She was very upfront with her sexuality and her body, not only because it was amazing, but that was what she had to do. You know what I'm saying? This is what this is post Lil Kim. Post even post Missy. Mm. Post Foxy Brown. You know, there was a huge, huge, huge void for female rappers. The only one that was, I would say, was close standing was like Trina, and she was also. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say Trina. And she was sexual too. Yeah. They all had that sexual. But now, were they sexual because that's who they were, or they used that to sell the albums because that's how they felt was their only way into the industry? That was the only way that they could get in, and they knew that was what they were. And that's sad, you know. That is very sad. I don't, but I would say Missy was the exception. It's because Missy was a producer, too. Mm-hmm. And Missy came around a time where she was unique. And she was really neat. She was, and she sang, too. That also helped Missy, too. Missy was a great songwriter, too, you know? So Missy had a lot of advantages that she worked hard for. But there wasn't, there wasn't a female rapper that combined amazing sex appeal with amazing bars and wordplay and punchlines. Nikki has to be in a conversation for one of the greatest MCs, female or male. Because when I listen to this record, re-listening to this with more refined ears, I am blown away at how much she is able to stand toe-to-toe with every collab on this project. Yeah. The first song. she does. She's not out of place with Wayne and Drake. And well, she's never been. I mean, that's a newer song, so I'm, it's not 09 Nikki. And even 09 Nikki doesn't sound out of place with Gucci Man because Gucci Man, 09 Gucci Man, Gucci Man in 09, he was a he was a rap god. Gucci who? Gucci Man? Shout out my nigga Gucci. <laughs> Shout out my nigga Gucci. Gucci fucking ran Southern as a person who lived in the South who listened to hip hop. Niggas loved Gucci Man. Would die for Gucci Man. I'm pretty sure. Sh- no, a nigga died for Young Jeezy. <laughs> people, More than Gucci, Gucci Man and Young Jeezy beef. Hey Somebody man, people, caught a bullet. People dying. She was all. She's. She is amazing. And I'm. I was really, really when I and even like listening to the '09 stuff. It's like there weren't girls rapping like this. 
and like afterwards, a flood of them came back. A f- like a lot of them came through. Dua After Lipa. Nikki, fuck. I mean, <laughs> uh, who am I thinking of? Azalea Banks, obviously. Uh, Iggy Azalea, obviously. Uh, Doja Cat, kind of. Doja Cat is a rapper. Sometimes. And, and she's a singer. She's a pop star that raps. I like Doja. I don't like Doja, but she's very talented. I'll, I'll give her that. I don't, I don't, I don't like her sound, and I don't like her voice, and I don't like the way she is catered and marketed. But I know she's talented, and she makes songs that are. If I was like a lot younger, I would like enjoy them. If I was like in middle school, I'd probably really, really like Doja Cat. I think if you were white, you would like her also. That too. That would really, 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 really help. Yeah. Same thing with Lizzo. I've never. I don't like Lizzo. I've never met a black person that liked Lizzo. Yeah, you're right. Like she might be a decent songwriter for other people, but I don't like her stuff. I have questions for you. Go for it. Questions for Colin. Go for it, amigo. I was about to go into a tangent, but I want to start ask this question for. It's it's to you, but it's uh, really a segue for me to get off my shit. Um, do you remember anything about this era? Two thousand nine. Yes. Graduation. 808s was like what 0910? Yeah, 0809. It's so pretty much all I was listening to at that point. Well, I didn't really listen to 808s because, you know, I was younger. I didn't go through that type of heartbreak, so I thought it was a trash album that I grew Makes to sense. appreciate later. Of course. No, it was a lot of that. I was still on the 07 craze of like some Lil Wayne stuff, some Ludacris, some um, just whenever that Atlanta scene started. They were that that was the sound. Yeah. Of that time. Yeah. This era is the best era. I say that biasly because I was a teenager. Graduation was my shit too. Thank God I listened to uh, 808s because I I didn't want to listen to that when that first came out either. Honestly, I didn't want to listen to that shit. But my brother kept playing certain songs and shit. And like once I heard Heartless, I think, no, no, I I heard Heartless. I was like, damn, that's that's a good ass song. And then my brother played Say You Will. I was like, it's a fucking good song. And then I heard Welcome to Heartbreak. I was like, okay. <laughs> and so, like, I loved 808s. Kanye was, Kanye was that nigga. There's a little underground scene bubbling forth. And it wasn't, like, from one place. It wasn't just Southern music. It was from a lot of places. 08, I discovered... Wiz Khalifa, Wale, Asher Roth, who we thought was going to be the next Eminem. That was what he was supposed to be. Who else? I would say... I would say Nicki. And then Drake. There was another dude like Wiz Khalifa. Currency. Mm, I don't know. I felt like it was him and Wiz Khalifa were like the top two. and Not top two, but they were like 1A, 1B, and then Wiz Khalifa became more popular than him. Are you thinking Big Crit? Maybe. There's a lot of these guys. I know. It was a while ago. But it was... Uh, he did Green and Yellow, right? Uh, no, Wiz did Black and Yellow. Wiz did, did Black did, and Yellow. Wayne did Green and Yellow for Wayne the, did green for and the yellow. Uh, Packers when they won. Yeah, so I think it was when Black and Yellow came out, that's when Wiz, of the two that I'm thinking Wiz, of... Wiz blew up after Black and Yellow. Yeah. But I'm going to get back on my story. 
Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. Questions for Colin. Shut up, Colin. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get in the mind space here of, the, of this time period because I love this time period. And I, lo- I'm, I have the means to now talk about how much this meant to me. <laughs> I was also listening to a lot of T.I. at this point, too. T.I. was fucking great. Uh, Paper Trails came out in 08, mm-hmm. which is a little bit before this album. Um, Still I Rise is him is a beat off that album. Uh Dedication three comes out in no way. Uh, fucking Drizzy's on there. Nikki's on Dedication three too. Like, this was like the beginning of this little uh time where all these people started making this music on the internet, and niggas start getting off of blogs, off MySpace, the MySpace blog era. This is a great era. Everybody's putting their songs on this space and people are being uh, discovered organically. This is the last era where people were discovered organically, like in a real way. Because even now, there's people who are on TikTok who usually have rich parents. Usually? That's all it Almost is. Almost all the time. It's, it there parents. was a study done on the TikTok algorithm yeah. where they'll study the background of your where we recording. Yes. And if it looks Good. like you have money, you popped up on the algorithm. I bet. That makes yeah. sense. Honestly, if we did stuff here, just because of how nice your apartment is, people would be like, oh, you're rich. I don't know. I think so. I don't think so. But yeah, people, the mixtape, uh, mixtape blog, uh, internet, MySpace era is one of the last times I feel like you could be broke and your music is fire on there and people discover you and then you can make it. And it didn't, it's not like with TikTok and fucking Insta where the idea is that you need to be, you know, rich to be cool, you know? You also need a different voice for those things. Yeah. Like, it, it's interesting seeing the people who have good ideas, but they don't have the personality for TikTok. Yeah. Like, I would not work on TikTok because... I kind of have a regular stand-up personality if I'm doing a joke. These people almost have to have that YouTuber personality. Yeah. And that's what TikTok kind of is. It's like YouTube shorts, basically. That is true. Yeah. And I think that's, and that's the thing that helps Nikki stand out, is this immense personality, this immense charisma, which she needed if she was going to be next to Wayne. You know, the most, the biggest artist at the time. In 2009, I would definitely say Lil Wayne was the biggest artist. Definitely in hip-hop. Def- probably in ho- a lot in pop, too. You know? What, the Carter 3 came out at that point? Carter 3 had, had came out and was the biggest album. You know, so, and I think he just won a Grammy off of it, too, so. I mean, I want to say something controversial. I like the Carter 4 better than the Carter 3. I don't think that's controversial. It's kind of controversial. It's probably a little controversial, but I think everybody, I think the beauty of Lil Wayne is that you can say that something is your favorite and it not be a bad favorite because he that's is such, good. he has so many hits and so much, there's so much to gravitate, gravitate towards on any of his projects. So I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a bad opinion. You know, Carter Force got She Will. It's one of my favorite fucking, um, I have another question for you, Colin. I have a lot of questions actually. Well, that's great. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, this is actually probably the last question. Good. Um, how do you, f- the the transition of mixtape to DSP, how do you think 
compared to the one we listened to, Acid Rap, how do you think they compare? Do you think they should keep doing it too? Because there's certain tracks that were on the original version that didn't make it here. And I think this one's really faithful to the original version because it kept all the the shit. But do you think they should keep doing that? Or should they keep... I mean, if they're able to keep shit the same... Like, the only thing we lost on Acid Rap was Juice. Yeah. I that, love Juice. Man. I know. It's one of my favorite songs on the album. And I, it would have been in my top five if yeah. we were allowed to do the mixtape version. Um, I think it probably would have been my number one, if I'm being honest. I got the juice. I got the juice. It's just such a good song. It's a great song. Um, I don't know. I can see why they do it, because it's you're not eligible for any awards on a mixtape, you yeah. know? And sometimes some of their best work when they're not held down by a label is when they do a mixtape. One last question. Yeah. Have you ever been the uh, uh, clown nigga? No. I can honestly say I have never been that. So you've never <laughs> been in a situation where, where you played a girl and then she fucks your best friend to make you guys, yes, man. No. Good. And this also, never happened to me. Yeah. I would think that'd be a horrible situation. That would be. But I think that's a great bar. It is. Rule number one, that be a boss says, bitch. Never let a clown nigga try to play you. If he play you, then rule number two, just fuck his best friends and make them yes, men. That's fucking boss shit. <laughs> and that happens to a lot of niggas. And then they start fighting each other. Hey, that's Chris Brown and Drake and Rihanna, basically, for a few years. You guys know what time it is, right? It's time for the top five. Uh, I'm a top five. I'm a I'm a top five. I'm a top five. I'm a I'm a top five. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a top five. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a top five. I wanna before before I get into the top five. I want to stress how awesome it was to be a fan of hip hop at this time. You already said this, dude. Move on. Stop living in the past, old man. I will not. Back in my day, old nine, old ten. Love old you kids listening to your robot head. Two thousand eleven. That's gonna be a thing. Instead of SoundCloud rap, it's gonna be like robot mindscape rap. We need more people to reminisce about this blog era that's what it's called the blog era the blog era yeah when everybody was on blogs it was <laughs> i just think it was amazing at this time will wayne is the biggest artist in, in the world perez hillen was popping off on perez his blog hillen was being a, a fuck you and can't say that during pride month i'll say whatever the fuck i want oh, and will wayne is like i'm going to assemble a group i'm gonna create this group and I'm going to add a Canadian. Worst mistake you ever made. Fuck. Fuck Check. Canadians, Check. dude. Check Fuck the receipts. Canadians, Check man. the fucking receipts. You check the receipts, dude. He, he gets this Canadian that was on TV. This He picks up Travi McCoy's uh, cousin, Tyga. Uh, that's who I was thinking of. Tyga. Tyga. It was... Okay, so that's interesting that you are saying that Tyga and Wiz, because 
Wiz, I believe, has more uh, more records than Tyga for sure. He does, but like popularity at the time, I was always hearing about Tyga. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Fucking Wiz. And, but what I'm trying to say is, is that even as their careers have gone on, I would say you know Wiz has got like big hits. Tyga has somehow stayed relevant through the news dating Kylie, but he also dropped records that were huge. You know, he had Rack City, he had Faded. Even a couple years ago, he had the Gonna Get a Taste. So he always figured out a way to like pop with minimal actual skills, <laughs> you know? So uh, hats off to Tyga. Yeah, uh, I also think. I think it was three people at the time for me. It was Wiz Khalifa, Tyga, and Chief Keef. Oh. Uh, I don't want relations. I just want one night. Because a thirsty bitch, that's that shit I don't like. Like, what a, what a bunch of bars. This bitch gonna love me, yeah. He gonna let me pipe. I remember. so so. That's that nigga that I like. Yo, he now was that I, Yeah, now that I think about it, that was a hard era for me. That was a hard era for you? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, shout outs. But shout outs to Wayne for putting everybody on a symbol of the Young Money crew. People hated on Young Money. I loved Young Money. I was a good music guy too, but uh Young Money, you know, they had a they had a they had a catalog. But let's get into this top five. Top five, here we uh, go. Honorable mention. <coughs> Still I rise for me. Really? Really? I think Still I Rise, really? Yeah. I don't care. I, I feel like I appreciated her taking a stance, her being strong and addressing all the critics and trying to bring her down. She's just a sex symbol. Sour boy again. No, no, that's for Loco. For, for Loco, okay. Uh, but yeah, she's real strong. She's real powerful on the track. She's real defiant and stands up for herself. Something that she would have to do as the years go on continuously. She's always had to defend herself and a lot of people like give her flack for that because once you reach a certain level people are like oh you should you shouldn't bounce talk to the haters no let them be you know you're successful you're always gonna hear it you're always gonna look at it yeah that's bullshit this is a black woman in a black man's sport and she has done better than so many of her peers that are female and male and it stood, stood toe-to-toe with the Giants. But on this song, she had not slayed Monster yet. And yeah, that's... But she still had that confidence to do so. So when she did slay on Monster, I wasn't surprised at all. People were like, well, I didn't know... I, like, I knew Nikki could do that. Dude, when she said 50K for a verse, no album out, she was saying that for a reason. Yeah, and it was it was true. Like, the buzz around Nikki before her first album was comparable to Drake. I would even say it was bigger than Drake's because Drake didn't have ginormous buzz, but he started to garner buzz slowly and then So Far Gone dropped and then he started to get more looks. Because So Far so far Gone had dropped, but I still didn't hear Drake's name in the streets like that. And you know why? Because people were still fucking tainted about Wheelchair Jimmy. People were. People were like, this light-skinned nigga... Rapping about bitches, it was really, it was, it wasn't the, it wasn't even all about the wheelchair Jimmy thing. It was because it is for me, man, for you. I'm so I, I told you for you. I told you right, like before I knew who Drake was, I was watching Degrassi, and it was like one of those shows I would watch when I was like sick or something, or it was like on at midnight in the U.S. on like 
fucking I forget what it's channel. Teen Dick. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm watching it. I get to that episode. And I'm like, crazy, right? And then it's like freshman year of high school. And I'm like, all right, I think that kid is wheelchair Jimmy, but I don't want to look stupid and be wrong. And it turns out it was. Fuck you. Anyway. It was fucking wheelchair Jimmy. People were more like, I don't want that soft shit. I don't want that singing shit. Yeah. I don't like that. He's too, he's not gangsta enough. That was the biggest mark against Drake. Because if you actually listened, you knew his music was good. But people didn't want soft nigga. Didn't want, oh, no, yeah. he was doing something that people didn't want him to do. He was following the Kanye code of 808s and Heartbreak. But it's kind of like we had just got out of the Atlanta rap craze, which was harder. And I think it helped, it helped Nikki that she was hard. She was not afraid. You know what she I'm saying? Is she from New York? Yeah, she's from New I York. I think that's that why. That helps, too. Yeah. That helps, too. She's, you know, you knew she was about that shit. She's from Queens. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, were... my sister's from Queens. Let's... <laughs> hey, but uh, <laughs> no. Nas is from Queens, all right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's different parts. They're from, like, probably, what, Jamaica, Queens? Yeah. Yeah. My sister's in fucking Forest Hills. There you so go. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Still I Rise... Not my favorite song, but super strong, super. I love I love Nikki talking to her shit and not being afraid to talk back to the critics. Yeah, cause she honestly, even if she doesn't need to, she should. Cause fuck these niggas. Yeah. Uh, number five, best I ever had remix, because I love best I ever had, and Nikki added a little bit, but honestly, it was just good to hear best I ever had. I'm gonna be honest. That's kind of, it's not in my top five. Just because I already have one remix in there, I didn't want to just put like, I already like this song, let's just put it in there too, you know? I tried to keep it more of her shit only. Understood. Yeah. Um, number four, Shopaholic. It's a good song. Great fucking song. Yeah. Uh, great hook, amazing work by Bobby V. Fucking uh, Gucci slips in and out of the beat, just slides all over it. And I love I love uh, Nikki's slow approach. Benzes is and all the Rimses is I love I that's such a two thousand nine flow. Like that's yeah. such an old school, like laid back flow. Like it's a great it's a uh it's look one of those classic uh late two thousands hip hop songs about buying a girl a bunch of stuff and uh a girl liking nice things. When did Lil Wayne go to jail? Was it 09? 2010. 2010? Yeah. Because I'm thinking like this era when you said, oh, it's an 09 bar and flow and shit. I'm just thinking like, yeah, I remember the scene girls like in my high school wearing like with their fucking weird crimped wavy hair wearing free wheezy t-shirts around this time. And yeah. I always thought that was a weird dichotomy of a scene girl in a free wheezy shirt. Well, I'm pretty sure he got uh, he gets his charges this year. Okay. And then the year after is when he starts his bid, which is good. Be- not good, but good <laughs> for um, Drake and Nicki because they end up dropping their debut albums, keeping the uh, Young Money ship afloat as their boss does a bid. I uh, uh, I was telling somebody I want a soundboard button. Where I just press it and you just hear Lil Wayne, Young Money. 
your just, money. Just that's it. Young Moolah, baby. You just press that, and I'm thinking of the. I want to say it's a six foot, seven foot, or maybe another one, where he says "Young Money" right before the song starts. I mean, money. he says it a lot. It's a, you're probably thinking of a Millie. A Millie, that's what it is. Yes, people, six foot, seven foot is a bootleg of Millie, but it's still a great song. Yeah. Uh, number three, kill the DJ. I can kill that motherfucker DJ. Great flow. I like the beat. Real classic hip hop shit. Holiday season. I love holiday season. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> a lot of those on this on this record. Could you sound any wider when you said that? That's how he says it. I know. Damn, but... son, where'd you find this? <laughs> and then there's the other one, the holy sh. Where'd you find this? Yeah. That guy always made me feel weird. Yeah. Cause like, there's a lot of illegal downloading going on at this time of, of records. LimeWire, FrostWire. Lime FrostWire, all the works. And you'd get the song, and so you're like feeling like, oh, I'm cheating the system. And then you start hearing the song a little bit, you're jamming, and you hear, holy sh**, where'd you find this? It's like, am I allowed? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a disclaimer? It, it's, like, it's like the times uh, I'm watching a show, or I'm watching a an adult film oh. and you get the you get the scrolling title up on top it says yes. this video is uploaded too <laughs> yes and it's like well i'm Are not watching I'm, I'm not watching it on that website <laughs> uh i love illegal porn uh number two itty bitty piggy itty bitty piggy remix interesting all right uh that's her number two whoa 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 she got a dump that is the original beat the soldier boy beat over Nicki Minaj rapping with the bring that back. It all makes me feel away. Yeah. It feels it feels like home to me. Like I think I wanna just say Soldier Boy's Donk, this beat is one of the best beats of all time. I love this instrumental. It is so southern. It is so 2000s. So bare bones. The, uh, yeah, eh, yeah. They don't, we don't do that anymore. This is the kind of song that you play at the barbecue and the girls start shaking that ass. <laughs> Those are usually your cousins, Gabe. No, 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 they're not. Okay. They're the girls from around the way. Oh, this Y'all is, playing music? So this is like the neighborhood barbecue, not yeah, the family barbecue? neighborhood barbecue. Okay. I'm thinking it's like your fucking uncle calls you over. No. This, let me set the scene. May 2009. Here we go. That was a great May for me. Just turned 17? Hey, my nigga. Uh, May 2009 is a thing called May Day. And really is an excuse for niggas to just get together, smoke weed, get drunk, and party in the projects. And my friend Chris Jones, his dad had a restaurant slap dab in the middle of the projects. Here's the, the, fucking, the fucking restaurant. There's a church. Across the way is Martin Luther King Street where all the crazy shit Always. goes. Every city. On the other side is where I live. I live in the project. I live right next over to the project. Hey, there you go. It's the sweet spot. Yeah. And so Al Jones, Chris Jones's father, asked me 
to help him out. I make a little bit of money. I didn't even care about making the money. I had never been to a mayday before. My mom didn't let me out like that. But I was 16 now. I do whatever the fuck I want. I ain't give a fuck. I'm playing. I'm playing Drake. <laughs> I'm playing Gucci. I'm playing fucking Young Jeezy. I actually got to DJ. There you go, dude. <laughs> and I played this song. And the girls were shaking ass. <laughs> they was going wild. Oh, man. I even got their kiss on a girl, man. I got to feel some titties. During this song? Not, the, not during this song. Just uh. during the event. Ugh. Fucking love being a teenager, man. Those are good times. That's why. That's probably why I love this song so much. It just reminds me of being a teenager. Girl shaking ass. Great Sol- Soldier Boy was still relevant. Yeah, Soldier Boy means something. Th- this this uh, song has my favorite line. Yes. I already told you about it, but yes. I'm gonna tell you about it. It's uh, "fuck pigs" like Asalama Lincoln. I forget how to say it because I am not of that religious persuasion. It's a good line. It's a great line. Hell yeah, she was wildin'. I'm a I'm a I'm a bad bitch. What's your least favorite? What's my least favorite? My least favorite. Fuck. Uh, oh yeah, sleepover. Sleep, uh, slumber party. Slumber party. It's basically just a copy of Shopaholic. Yeah, it's I wasn't a fan of it. I mean, it, there was okay parts, but then it just got kind of repetitive, and I'm like, eh. I don't like uh, fractions. Oh, least, oh. Fractions is my least favorite. Fractions is your least favorite. Okay. I don't. I'm not. I'll say "Seeing Green" is my is a great song, but. Besides that, a lot of the bonus songs I'm not in love with just because, I don't know. I almost, well, I almost had Fractions in my top five, but it didn't even make honorable mention for me. Something about a lot of the new flows and the slowness of them, I don't know. I don't really like the new songs on the, the, the new stuff that's added onto the, the mixtape. Okay. I'm not trying to be a hipster or anything, but I feel I mean, like, I kind of feel like you are. I, I'll be a hipster. Though. I just don't like a lot of the new stuff. That being said, my number one, Seeing Green is my number one. It's my number one also. I, I thought it would be. It's just a good song, you know? I think this mixtape works better if you listen to the intro, Itty Bitty Piggy, and then everything else, and then you start the new songs over it after you listen to the old songs. Because it worked better for me that way. Because yes. I think it's better to hear the past into the future, not the future into the past. That being said, I think Seeing Green works just in general on the tape. Just because it's three rap titans relishing in the past 10 years or so of their respective dominance in the sport of rap. Yeah. These three came up, kind of came, came up together in a way. He groomed both Nikki and Drake to be his successors. Yeah. Not in, he didn't groom them sexually. Yeah, because we know we know how that sounds against Drake. Yes. Well, I was gonna say against Nikki you know, and groom Nikki. All of them. But then you got Drake, who's actually grooming people. It's 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 messy business. Listen to his lyrics in Certified Lover Boy. He spells it out. The, you you I can't wait. To slip great Drake projects into our reviews, so I don't. Just, I don't hate Drake. I just like making fun of him to you. 
because it bothers you. It's horrible. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. But no, I, I will not stand for... I do believe that Drake grooms. Um, I mean, he has lines in Certified Lover Boy where he's like, Section need more teens. I like it crowded. <laughs> Come on, Drake. I think I think he says something else. But, oh, he uh, says there's a lot of sus lyrics in Certified Lover Boy. <laughs> I'm listening to that. I'm like, he's just spelling it out, you guys. He might as well have said on her 18th birthday, I ghosted her because she got too old for me. Can you uh, give me your top five? Before you gave, you gave bef- me your least favorite. Before I give you my top five, I have to do the season two thing we oh incorporated. yeah. How do you feel about the song "Beam Me Up, Scotty"? I will be a hundred with you. Completely forgettable. Really? Yeah. The reason I want to do this before my top five is because it's my number five. Is it? Yeah, I okay. really like the song. Really? Yeah. I think it's. I think a lot of the. A lot of the whole latter half of the tape is very forgettable. Yeah, I felt bad because I'm looking at my top five, and it's pretty much everything in the first half. The first half, as I shitted on, I shitted on a lot of the other songs, the the newer songs, the G Herbo song and the uh, Boss Ass Bitch, C and Green, and then the middle half, uh, all enjoyable, really enjoyable stuff. Honestly. Yeah. And even the stuff that I don't like, like Fractions and the there's another song on there, the Crocodile song that I... Crocodile T? Yes, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to correct you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's whatever. That, yeah. That's how I feel. Oh, about. okay. Uh, but, like, I, I even with those two songs, I think the first half of the album and the middle work really well. And then the end half is just kind of, eh. A lot of the songs kind of same siege, kind of there. Yeah. So I can't really go in on how I feel about Beam Me Up Scotty the song because I barely remember it. So no out of 10? What do you give it? Like a 4? Uh, I would give it a uh, 5 of what I remember. And that's not bad because I give it a 6. Okay. Like I don't think it's great but it is in my it's top not a bad 5. Song. I like it the most out of all second half songs. Okay. I think I would say uh, the song with Rocco and Gucci I... Just because I love, I love a Rocco feature. It's like, <laughs> God, that's late two thousands. It just yeah. kind of gives me a little, uh, a little laugh, and it's a decent enough song. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. So my honorable mention. You ready for this, Gabe? I am. You might not like it. Killed a DJ. Just an honorable mention. That's fine enough. Yeah. Uh, my number five. Beam me up, Scotty. My number four, Boss Ass Bitch. Uh, My number three, Itty Bitty Piggy. My number four, Chirac. Is it the one with G Herbo? Yeah. That beat is crazy. Yeah. G Herbo goes in. Am I? Very good. Oh, I'm sorry. I messed that up. I said number four when I meant my number two. Uh That's what happens when you hold your hands up and you're drinking (coughs) Four Loco. Because my number three is my number three, but then my number four is really my number two. And then my number one, Seeing Green. I did, I was kind of torn between Shopaholic and Kill the DJ as my honorable mention. But of those two, I liked Kill the DJ more. Kill the motherfucking DJ. Yeah. So what are we giving this thing, man? What do you give it? I gave it a, a initially, eight and a quarter. 
initially. Okay. See, now, I I initially gave it a solid eight. Now I'm lowering it to a light eight, strong seven point seven five. For me, I'm staying at eight because I was listening to it today and I was like thinking of my grade. It was the last thing I really had to do outside of the top five. Yeah. So basically the whole point of our show. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> But it's not like I was listening to it for the first time. Uh, and I'm just thinking, like, I felt like an 825 was too gracious. And I felt like a 775 yeah, was a little too, too harsh. Yeah, same, same, same. Yeah, so that's why I gave it a firm, pretty firm 8. I like I say a light 8 to a very strong 7.75. Um, if the la- There is a song um, on... On the original version with Jay Mills and Gutta Gutta, fucking, oh my god, uh, I was actually saying what I was saying on the podcast to some girl I'm talking to. Oh yeah, yeah, it was it was recording my voice. <laughs> um, but that song is super good, and if that was on here, I would be, I would definitely keep the eight point two five. But there's just too there's too much. But a lot of the, most of the songs that are on the latter half. Are just the songs that are on the mixtape. So it's, you know, I'm not you know fucking anything up. It's just I think seven point seven five eight. I want to say eight. Let me just say eight because okay. it doesn't need to be. This is not a seven mixtape. This is a upper tier mixtape. The first half carries it for the most part. Um, had the songs been more personal than and more more filling. But a lot of it is just good rap. But it is a mixtape. Yeah, and you it's, feel it's, like it's exactly. Yeah, they're not. They don't get that personal on mixtapes because a mixtape to me has always been about them showcasing their ability. That's where you're wrong. This is uh, the era where your mixtape, in a lot of ways, is your album. I see. This was that okay. time because like that's why So Far Gone did so well because it was like an album. The same thing with uh, Cushion Orange Juice mixtape that got Wiz on. That's an album basically. The way that. Uh, Kicking incredibly dope shit by Mac Miller, that's an album. Uh, but some they got some of them got personal on there, you know. So there was and still I rise is a personal enough song. And there's a, there's a couple songs that were taken off. There's a song with um, Char- Charmel Shanae, one of those. There's a singer girl on Young Money that was with Nicki. There's kind of a personal song there too, but that was taken off the mixtape off off the album version here on Apple Music and on Spotify. So. There is elements of real things, but there's just not enough for me to give it like a really, really strong rating, like a eight and a half or eight seven five. But I would suggest this mixtape to people. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of really fun songs on here. Nikki is on point every 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 song. Really, she doesn't really let go of her strong wits and her strong ability to uh, put together bars and entendres. And I re-listened to this and like really giving it a listen back when I was a kid, when it first came out. I just kind of heard certain songs and stuff and whatever beat I liked and could associate with the song I put it on. But I would say it's very, very easy to see why this woman is one of the biggest artists right now from this mixtape. I think you could, you could tell the trajectory. She had such a strong buzz off this mixtape she was beautiful she could rap i love you nikki you're amazing great mc great artist 
no, I can't put anything in the corridor of greatness. Right I was now. thinking, like, you know, we're saying good things, but when it comes time to corridor of greatness, I can't. can't do it. Can't do it. Because I'm never, this is how I feel about some of the stuff we listen to. I'm never going to listen to it again. Yeah. Even I, if I rate it highly, it's just like, I probably won't listen to it again. I haven't listened to the Pink Floyd record since. I mean, I haven't either, but that's just because I've listened to it so much. Exactly. You know? I haven't listened to the Primus record. Yeah. Uh, Definitely haven't gone back to Teenage Dream. I definitely haven't gone to fucking Linda Ronstadt. I haven't gone back to Linda Ronstadt. Uh, sometimes Will Will I Be Love comes on and I let that I let that play. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. California Girls comes on just so I can hear Linguini Bikini sipping Martini. I was walking to Popeyes today. And oh, you know what? God. You know what? Talk was about ve- <laughs> exactly. I was walking by and uh, somebody was playing uh, Mercy Mercy Me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's hey. weird. That was a little. That was weird, right? That's yeah. A little weird coincidence. It was bumping some Marvin. Uh, oh, for some reason I was getting that mixed up with one of the sad Katy Perry songs. Oh, come I'm on! Like, I'm like, what? How dare you? I don't. What am I gonna <laughs> listen to Marvin Gaye just casually? I do. Um, well, next episode. Vessel. What are we doing? Uh, the Doors, right? I have to look, but I believe I think it's the Doors. L.A. Woman. L.A. Woman by the Doors. You might have this. You're definitely not gonna like it. I can tell you that much. Really? Hell yeah! I'm excited to not finally not like a record. I like. Why it. Why do you think I won't like it? It's just a different sound. I like it's, many different sounds. I, I think this is gonna be one of the different sounds you don't like. You might hate the actual song "L.A. Woman." I just don't think you're gonna like the vocals on this track or on this album because this was done right before what's his name dies so it's like he was deep into drugs and alcohol at this point jim morrison jim morrison Uh yeah so it's weird but i really like the album it's not one of my like favorite albums i just think it's a good album i've never listened to the doors people i only know of them from people talking about how great they are I am open-minded. I'm looking forward to hearing this record. Hopefully, I I hate it, actually. Hopefully, I don't like it. So we can kind of get a different kind of review because I mostly enjoy what we've been listening to for the most part. But I am looking for that album where we both hate it and we both fucking trash it. Yeah. We need a review like we, that. We need a lower than five review. So we far, do. Katy Perry's been our lowest review. And Katie, I'm sorry. Like, sorry, right? But <laughs> cutting that out. <laughs> that's fucking great. <laughs> that's the four locos, baby. It's the four locos. Cheers to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, you know, get better. We need, we need something. We there's need a shit a, album. There's a reason why she's doing old American Navy commercials. We need to review her album, Witness, that's Witness? really bad. Does it have a song? Yes. Oh, no. Because people talk about, like, that was, like, the end of her being, like, uh, relevant and shit. Like, then she became mom-pop, right? Yeah. But thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you for not making fun of my bad haircut. Uh, Say, man, who told you you had a bad haircut? I, I'm ready. I need to get my haircut. Needing a haircut hair and getting just, a bad haircut are two different things. It's just growing weird, you know. All hair does when you cut it short. This like I typically sh- buzz my hair, so and then I like do the sides more and then let the top grow out. But you then get fade, man. 
I kind of want to, but I feel like that'd look really weird on me. I don't I feel like I have the right face for a fade. You gotta try it at least once. That's fair. Once I also kind of just want to like shave my head to see how that looks. That'd be kind of cool. I feel like so. I feel like people talk down on shaving the head. It's like a lot of people can make shave head works if they just believe in themselves. Yeah. Just if I, believe. If I could make that fucking mustache work for me, exactly. Yeah. You can make a bald head. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. I felt weird as fuck with that mustache. It was is like it was, I. It was a weird look. I knew, I'm gonna have to do it again in August oh, for the yeah. best of. Oh, it's coming back. We're definitely not doing video podcasts when I do that. No, I'm kidding. We will. I did a radio spot and it was live streamed when I had that. Yeah. I got roasted on the radio for it, but it's all like weird dudes because it was on KFMA at 9 a.m. Who the fuck listens to KFMA at 9 a.m.? Yeah. Who listens to the radio at 9 a.m.? Yeah. Weirdos. Exactly. Sex offenders. Especially KFMA. A fart. It's hard rock for hard cocks. KFMA. Is that the tagline? No, but it's like... That it's, would be fucking hilarious. That's, that's their clientele, you know? <laughs> hard rock for hard cocks. Uh, you just like drinking beer and not being queer. This is the radio station for you. Hot chicks in bikinis, sipping martinis in linguini. Fuck that. Hard rock with hard cocks. Next up, warrant with cherry pie. (laughs) She's my cherry pie. That guy hated that song. No, they what? all hate that every artist has one song that everyone loves and they hate. I remember watching a documentary. It's like I fucking hate that song. No, I'm Cherry Pie guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. You made millions off a stupid song. Yeah. Here's my tiny violin. Yeah. All right. See you guys later. Uh, pay your taxes. Uh, tip your waiters. Uh, don't smack waitresses on the ass unless they ask you to. And then on the flip side, smack your stripper on the ass and tip your stripper. Yes. But don't tip her too much because then you end up spending $1,000 that you don't have. And they don't love you. No matter how much they say they do, they do not love you. They don't. You're not their baby. Nope. They always say baby. You're not their baby. They just want to get you the champagne room. You know what's in the champagne room? Desperation. All right. (laughs) Bye.